Right, uh, part two of, what is it, FFOC podcast, yeah, there we go. So we'll split up, we'll split up at the moment, because uh, time constraints, you know, so, yeah, enjoy. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, we'll, we'll be talking about how different things affect the police, so you've got mental health, drug and alcohol abuse, and keeping fit and healthy uh first part comes from our head researcher freddie marshall so yeah there you go in a study done by the university of cambridge oh, you bastard. ptsd is a serious mental health issue it is typically gained from when a person is exposed to a traumatic event in their past life People describe it as an image or series of images that linger in the head, a bad memory that won't go away. In a study done by the University of Cambridge, it shows that at least one in five UK police personnel have mental health issues. After a survey done on 16,857 existing personnel, 90% of these have been exposed to traumatic events. PTSD was first noticed in World War I. It was otherwise known as shell shock. As, um, as some of the gruesome images of the war stuck inside a soldier's head and they didn't leave, 80,000 people had shell shock by the end of World War I, and the doctors had no idea what to do with the patients, as they had no cure to the mental illness. At first, they didn't even know what a mental illness was, so they were just considered as cowards and deserters, which made the condition a lot worse. However, after World War I and a bit more research, it was seen as a serious mental health issue, over 20% of all people have some form of PTSD. One of the coping mechanisms of PTSD is drinking alcohol, which is a very bad move, as it is found by researchers that it actually worsens the condition for the person in the long run. Drinking while having PTSD not only numbs the pain for a little while, and you end up feeling worse off. So why do people do it? They typically do it if they feel other methods don't work. These other things consist of things like yoga and meditation and stuff like that. Police officers are often exposed to traumatic events such as seeing abused children, dead bodies, severe assaults and involvement in shootings. All of this can clearly explain why police officers are more likely to experience PTSD. So Drugs and alcohol abuse, this is the bit I researched, all me, because I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm good like that, yeah. So, the misuse of drugs and alcohol and, you know, other substances can be a huge problem for the abuser, co-workers and the public services. Uh, alcohol, drugs and other substances have a really neg negative effect on the brain and the body, uh, which impairs judgement and the concentration which puts the abuser and the co-workers at risk to other officers in this situation. Uh, officers who misuse drugs or alcohol or are much more likely to take time off, display poor performance and in further increase the risk of accidents. Uh, so these factors weaken, and, uh, weaken the public services overall, overall performance. Um, alcohol makes you feel more relaxed in the short term, but according to independent UK charity drink aware if you regularly drink more than three to four units a day if you're a man 
or two to three units for a woman, uh, you could potentially be making yourself feel even more stressed. So some of the physical signs of drinking too much would be sweating, shaking, loss of appetite, stomach problems, or memory loss slash blackouts. So linking this with the police, so police officers will often find themselves around you know, pretty chaotic scenes, really. Uh, they deal with disorderly conduct, potentially fatal car accidents, and, and etc. Uh, and they're you know just constantly exposed to violence, distress, and potentially even death. Uh, this mixed with you know their schedules can often be grueling. Uh, you know overtime, etc. But you know this will this will sort of prevent them from spending t enough time with their families or even you know get enough rest so this so it can also be linked with the stress of you know neg negative publicity that's a big thing nowadays as, as well as budget cuts so this you know this will make it even more stressful uh, this anxiety can be a huge toll physically and mentally steering some police officers towards you know drug or alcohol abuse um, it, I'd say police officers today endure much more stress than they would have 30 years ago. You know, like I said previously, public scrutiny has much increased. Can't avoid offending people nowadays. So they'll have, you know, they'll have to worry about issues related with political correctness, cultural diversity, as well as constantly changing laws. So a study, uh, has shown that 105 officers aged 50 or older um, are to sort of feel this the, the stress of the incidents and you know distress a lot more. Oh my god! So, so more than 75% of officers in this had also said that um, attending a police funeral can be especially upsetting. You know, even more stressful than the, than the situation itself. They also said this about witnessing, or you know, showing being the first response to a yeah, particularly horrific scene. So yeah, here we go. So disturbing events such as investigating a crime, a bloody crime scene, can impact an officer's uh, mental state, uh, and this can trigger PTSD. Linking to the last point. Um, so all of this will contribute to to the substance abuse of alcohol and drugs. Uh, these drugs will often be marijuana, I can't even, benzodiazepines, you know, don't go around that, uh, and methamphetamine. Uh, you know, however, uh, the most popular are alcohol and opioids. So alcohol consumption is really common among police, uh, they can they consume it to calm themselves down, uh, alleviate physical pain or you know memories, uh, which will often lead to alcoholism. Uh, they consume alcohol at a rate which is double that of the general population. Um, you know, and reports say that fifteen percent of officers who attempted suicide had a history of alcohol abuse. So, for years, 
Alcohol has been the most abused substance along these police. However, in recent years, it is painkillers. So, officers who may be hurt or on the job or just in daily life will be prescription will be prescribed pain medication. Uh, and you know, officers have been known to become addicted to this. Um, you know, some saying this medication pretty much took control of my life, which is uh, pretty sad. So, uh, you know, studies show that the best way is to deal with to deal with all of this stress rather than drinking and drug abuse. It's more to keep fit and healthy. So that's what we'll be talking about next. Oh my god, uh, uh, interlude. Um, I've run out of facts, so uh, why did the scarecrow get a promotion? Uh, he was outstanding in his field! <laughs> Sorry, uh, I got very excited about that. It was, it was too good. We've been discussing a lot of the lifestyle problems that occur within our police force, so I'd like to take a look at some of the solutions to the problems and ways of prevention. Diets in the UK tend to contain too much fat, sugar, salt and dairy products. Because of these poor diets, it causes a lot of strain on the NHS, leading to various medical conditions such as obesity, high blood pressure and heart disease. Not only this, but it is a well-known fact that individuals who exercise regularly, either as part of their job or in their leisure time, have fewer heart attacks than those who don't. Exercise can reduce your risk of major illness, such as heart disease, stroke, diabetes and cancer, by up to 50% and it can lower your risk of early death by up to 30%. There was a study by the National Audit Office that found that nearly two-thirds of adults in England and Wales are overweight. The Lancet estimated that 48% of men and 43% of women in the UK will be obese by 2030. This cost the health services over £2.5 billion per year. Police forces will need to give more attention to the health and fitness of their workforces to counteract these general obesity trends in order to remain efficient and stable. Exactly. And although this covers the whole of the United Kingdom, not just England, it still indicates that obesity of potential police recruits will be an additional and problematic factor in the police service recruitment. Surprisingly, the UK police are generally unrepresentative of the general public when it comes to health and fitness. Despite the service having a pre-entry fitness test, when compared with a sample of the general population in England, males taking part in the Metropolitan Police Health Check in 2009 were 7% less likely than the general population to have a normal body mass index. In 2011, the male tested were 8% more likely to be overweight than the English population. So in only two years, the stats pretty much did a 180 in the way we don't really want it to go. But sport is out there for those who need it. In April 2010, for example, the Metropolitan Police launched the For a Healthier Met campaign as part of its work to improve the health and well-being of its officers and staff. All officers and staff were offered a health check, including cholesterol tests, blood pressure measurement, BMI tests and more. Officers with unhealthier results were invited to join the Fit Club programme, 
a 12-week diet and fitness club with intensive dietary and fitness advice from trained practitioners. This sort of support is valuable to the public services workforce because it's a great way to not only lower obesity rates, but also motivate the members of the workforce to maintain an all-round healthier lifestyle. Yeah, and the National Health Service recommend activity guidelines for the nation in order to promote healthy fit healthy lifestyle and ease the burden on its services. If members of the services are involving themselves in these just the same as the general public, then we can hope for obesity rates to decrease and healthier lives to emerge. And ensuring all officers have access to knowledge and encouragement regarding something as simple as how to correctly hydrate could prevent issues with performance and less strain on the NHS. That's a good example with something as basic as drinking Water doesn't count as a nutrient, but it's something your body needs. If you don't drink enough, you can become dehydrated. This can affect your performance, which can be detrimental to the public if the police aren't doing their jobs properly. The NHS already has a very well-known campaign to raise awareness for healthy lifestyles called Change for Life. It was designed to encourage families to get outside more, increase their exercise and be aware of what they're putting into their bodies. This campaign worked wonders for the general public, so it's potentially a good way to increase general health within the police. A campaign that could act as a reminder for officers to practice self-care would be very beneficial. What about applying for public services and long-term employment? Surely lifestyle factors must be considered. Definitely. Um, for example, there are certain requirements for some of the uniform public services, such as BMI, height, weight, um, body consumption and medical conditions. If people applying have made good choices when it comes to things like healthy eating, smoking, exercise, alcohol consumption, then there is much less of a chance than being deferred. The effects of, mint- of maintaining a healthy lifestyle and on health and fitness when, imply- when applying for public services and long-term employment are more than positive. The fitter your body is, the better you'll perform your job and the better the overall public services can provide for the general public. Alright, that concludes, what was it, episode two, yeah, I can't believe I've already lost count, that's just how, you know, difficult these have been, really taking a toll on me, I might have to abuse some alcohol and drugs, that wasn't good, okay, right, yeah, sorry, goodbye. Actually, I'm not going to abuse alcohol or drugs, I'm going to keep healthy and fit, maybe go for a run, even though it's half ten, so yeah, this is actually, right, yeah. Bye. Now to edit it, oh.